street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. Please follow me on Twitter at MagnaBosco or on Facebook and YouTube at MagnaBosco210. You can learn more about street epistemology at streetepistemology.com. You doing all right today? Doing great. Yeah. How are you? I think I'm doing all right. Do you have time to do an interview before your hike or your run? Um, how long is it gonna be? I set a timer for four minutes, but sometimes when we hit the four-minute mark, people want to keep going. <laughs> um, I guess so. Sure, why not? Let me tell you a little bit more about what we're, what I'm doing. You can decide if you want to participate, but I'm practicing this thing called street epistemology. Okay. Uh, have you heard of it yet? Mm-mm. It's a way of taking a claim that a person makes that they think is true. Okay. And then asking questions to see exactly what are we talking about when you use that word ghost or karma or God or whatever. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that word? Why do you think it's true and real? Mm -hmm. And how did you conclude that those reasons warrant a high degree of certainty that it really is true? <laughs> oh my God, this is pretty intense. <laughs> <laughs> you were expecting that. A pretty intense psyche, Val. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe so. I try to go where people take me. Okay. So I, I encourage a person to pick the topic. Oh God. And I don't want you to feel forced to do it. No, if, okay. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes people will, will surface a topic that they've been thinking about, that they've been they've actually been contemplating, they've been curious about, they've been wondering, they maybe have been even doubting. And sometimes they pick a claim, they're like, I'm absolutely sure that this is true. Uh, hit me, I can definitely, you know, my, my claim's gonna hold up to any scrutiny, you know, that, that you wanna throw my way. I do try to approach it where I'm asking questions. Okay. And uh, be, trying to be as neutral as possible. Okay, well, we'll give, it it? we'll give it a go. Thank I don't, so I don't know if I'll be very helpful, but <laughs> okay. It's, it's really simple. All right. <laughs> um, meaning, if you don't know the answer to it, there's nothing wrong with saying, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And this is all your, your personal view. Okay. So it's not like, this isn't a math test where there's, there's necessarily <laughs> yeah. right and wrong answers, I guess. Okay. Uh, what's your first name? I'm Kimberly. Hi, I'm Anthony. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too. I'll set a timer for four minutes here in a sec. Uh, maybe once we, is it, am I writing that down right? Mm -hmm. Kimberly? Okay. Sure. Yep. Uh, are you okay if I record this? Mm, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <I'm all laughs> <laughs> are you kind of on the fence about it? Yeah. <laughs> I could add a blur to your face where nobody would be able to see your face or I can actually just kind of record the ground yeah that's fine where it's just audio sure that's fine with okay me. okay I appreciate you I know this is a little unusual <laughs> with all that kind of being said what kind of uh, is there some sort of view that you hold that you you're steadfast on or you're very sure is true or you've been questioning it a little bit um, I'm steadfast on God we'll go with that hmm so. okay So, as I was mentioning, the what, mm -hmm. the why, and the how, mm -hmm. what exactly do you mean by God? Does it have a name? Is, is there a specific God? Is it a personal God? Um, what do you mean by the word? Um, for God, I think it's an all-encompassed being. Mm. Um, I feel like, you know, no human being has the depth or mentality to understand or comprehend 
the being of God. Humans so, don't have the ability to comprehend God, mm -hmm. this God? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. I feel like, based on what we know, it's very easy for humans to put, like, divide and put into boxes mm. how we feel about something, and that's where it stays. But I feel like, mm. based on my knowledge, just from having the background that I have, that I feel like it's impossible to place a being that has created what we've seen into one box. So I don't hmm. feel like you can actually define God as just being one being or one thing or, you know, I think it's hmm. all-encompassing. Okay. If, I, what, I, what I think I hear you saying, and correct me if this isn't it, is that we could have a dozen people here and they're all believing in different types of gods and they might even have different names. Are you saying in your view they're all believing in the same God? It's an all-encompassing God? Well, that's one thing that I've questioned because I feel like I've talked to Muslims and I've talked to, of course, Jewish and I've talked mm. to um, different people and different faiths and I feel like you always end up coming back to, you know, it being a positive, you know, bringing peace, bringing comfort, bringing hope, bringing love. Now, of course, I believe in Jesus Christ and I believe in that God. Mm -hmm. And so, but oftentimes when I talk to other people, I feel like they have the similar, they believe in the similar qualities and that I believe in. So, okay. Is it conceivable that a person could really think that there's a God? be 100% sure, and it have characteristics that you would think are not indicative of a God? Hmm. That's a good question. I guess so. I mean, like I said, I guess for me, I would, God, that's a hard question. <laughs> Just because I feel like, I guess that's a possibility. I mean, it's all mm. in our perception. Mm. Like I said before, it's you can't put it into one box, I guess. So mm. I feel like that's a difficult question. <laughs> For me, I believe that there is one. I mm. believe that it's positive, it's hopeful. Mm. Um, I believe that he is loving. Um, everything I know, I have a biochemistry background. I'm a pharmacist. I've studied science. So there's people that believe in science as being some type of religion but mm. you know everything that humans know are springboarded off of something that already existed mm. and we attach numbers and we attach formulas to something to try to make ourselves feel better about something that otherwise we couldn't explain mm. okay so we're closing in on four minutes here okay one question sure. and then if you want to keep going we can where we can wrap it up so you can do your do your hike okay uh, my question is from what, I, from what I understand, mm -hmm. the God that you believe in is Jesus Christ, and he's positive, he's hopeful, and it sounds like you think that he exists, and he has these characteristics. And I'm yes. wondering if... Oh, there's our timer. And I'm wondering if... If we met somebody who believed in a God that didn't have those characteristics... Mm -hmm. Would you think that they would be justified in believing that that God existed? Well, I mean, based on my faith, no. Um, but 
as someone who has experienced different cultures and mm. have talked to different people, yeah. I don't feel like it's my journey or fair to be like, well, you're wrong. Like You'd be okay with them believing it, even if the, the, the God that they think is true has characteristics that don't correlate with characteristics that your God is real. Well, uh, I wouldn't be okay with it. I mean, I would feel compelled to want to discuss more in detail why mm. I don't feel like you can just take something at face value you know there's a reason why that person arrived to that point yeah. you know there's a lot of people that you know are atheists or people that you know don't believe that he is good because children die of cancer and you know things of that nature mm -hmm. but for me, I want to understand more about them and their perspective and how they came up to it. Just like mm -hmm. I'd hope they'd have an open conversation with me. Mm -hmm. You know, hopefully we would be able to, you know, resolve differences and yeah. discuss a better understanding. But I don't feel like there is a different God than the one that I have. You think yours is the right mm -hmm. and correct one. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But it's not... You know, but that's where faith comes in, I feel. Mm. Like, I feel like as far as that goes, I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like the wind. You can't see the air particles. You can't see it, but you see what it affects. You see the movement, the touch, mm -hmm. and that's when mm -hmm. you see the response. So, yeah. Final question. Sure. Perhaps. <laughs> I have this tendency to keep asking more, but I don't, I don't want to hold you up. No, that's okay. But it, it sounds like what you're saying to me is that because my God has these positive characteristics, mm -hmm. I'm justified in concluding that he's real. Whereas if somebody, somebody else had a different God that had unfavorable characteristics, mm -hmm. I'd, I'd be a little bit more skeptical that that God was actually real. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. How do the characteristics of a God have anything to do with the God actually being real? That's a good question. I think it all boils down in your belief system then. I mean, honestly, I mean, like, that's mm. a fair question to mm. ask. And I don't, mm. I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer, depending on the, the person's background and their approach to what they believe in the type of God like you're saying yeah. so I feel like that's a fair question to ask but mm. I don't know the answer to it okay well thank you so very much for your time no problem that was really cool thanks my name is Anthony again and if okay. you want to look into more about what I'm doing if you search YouTube this isn't going on YouTube by the way but okay. if you search YouTube for street epistemology and my name Anthony you'll see examples where I meet people who okay. have all sorts of different reasons why they're what they think is true is true mm -hmm. and God comes up a lot <laughs> I'm sure yeah yeah so it might be it might be valuable to watch a couple of conversations where I meet people who who believe in all sorts of different gods mm -hmm. and are bringing up similar reasons and methods for validating those reasons <laughs> yeah. and different characteristics or whatever so it's, it's, it's kind of a fascinating little project well I think it comes down to it's not something you can see so it makes it hard to describe you, you know? mentioned that before like the wind yeah. perhaps right yeah mm -hmm. yeah so I mean mm -hmm. you know for those people that are steadfast in believing in something that they can see they can touch they can feel mm. you know that's easy Mm. Is it more <laughs> yeah. virtuous to believe in something that you can't see, feel, or touch? Hmm. I don't 
know if it's virtuous. Maybe, maybe for the people that do believe in something that's bigger than them, I think that part is virtuous. Mm. Um, is it virtuous for that person who thinks a completely different God with different characteristics? To, to take it on faith, perhaps even, that, that their God is real? Um, yeah, I would say so. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, that's a tough one. I never actually thought about it that way, to be honest. I, I don't look at it as a virtuous thing, though. Like, I, 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 think, I think of it as just it being what it is. It's just a part of your character mm. and mm -hmm. your belief and your, and your morals and, okay. you know, how you approach life. You know, I don't, I don't feel like, you know, I've met plenty of people that don't believe in a God. I was just going to ask <laughs> and, you if, what, what, what do you, what goes to your mind when you meet people who, who can't take it on faith and they actually, I think you even mentioned it. Like they, 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 they need to feel, touch it, test it, yes. interact with I've it. Definitely met people like that, and mm -hmm. they're good people. Mm -hmm. And that's not for me to judge. Mm -hmm. You know, based on my belief system, I don't feel like I'm better than anyone else. Yeah. I feel like I have my own faults. I have my own. <laughs> you're not. Per you're, I think what you're saying is you're not perfect because you think your God is real. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I I feel like. You know, that's their journey to find, you know, mm -hmm. but whatever God they believe in, you know, I mean, they've arrived to it on their own journey in their own place. So, mm -hmm. you know, I don't, you know, I, I feel like sometimes it's your upbringing, mm -hmm. you know. How about for you? For me? Mm -hmm. Initially it was upbringing, mm -hmm. you know, but I feel like for me personally, it's been a... You know, you grow up and you go through life of hard knocks and things are tested. Um, everything that you were taught to believe is, I think, tested. But, you know, mm. you it's kind of like you, you either have the choice to believe that there's something bigger or not. I mean, bigger than you, bigger than mm. what you can see. You know, for me, like I, I, you know, my springboard was definitely starting with education. Like, of course, my parents raised me in a church and, you know, I was taught to believe, but it wasn't until I actually grew up and start critically thinking about things mm. and really digging into my faith and figuring out, looking at science and all of that, that I realized I came to the conclusion on my own. Mm. So. Mm -hmm. And culture too. Yeah. So, is there any chance whatsoever that your upbringing has biased your perspective of things and your ability to neutrally test the claims? Oh, I'm sure there is. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like that could be applied to anything, though. Mm. I, I mean, like the rich versus the poor. You know, <laughs> I mean your skin color. Your, you know, I mean, like I feel like it can definitely have definitely have an effect for sure mm -hmm. but I feel like there comes a point as you grow from a child into an adult that you start to have to think on you have to think on your own and you experience life on your own and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's when you 
you begin to talk to other people like you asked about different gods that have you know with different is it virtuous is it mm-hmm. you know based on that information and you know they came to the same conclusion yeah. or a different one based on their perspective on life and how they were raised right you know i'm a little curious what question i asked you as we were doing that interview that you think you'll remember the most if any um definitely do i feel like it's virtuous to believe in a god or god um Mm. (laughs) you know because i never really thought of it being it that way you know i I feel like it's just part of who i am i don't look at it as being virtuous and (laughs) better better than someone else because you believe it right i never i really never thought of it like that I'm actually kind of wondering how a person like yourself might be any different if a year from now you discovered that you don't have good reasons to believe that this God is real. Would you be less of a good person? Would you be more of a good person? Would there be any change whatsoever? Well, based on what I believe in, it's not for me to decide if you're a good person or not. You know, I don't know what's in your heart. I don't know what's in your mind. Like, sometimes our actions are in response to something that no other person around understands what you're going through. So that's not fair for me to say. Oh, I was actually talking about you yourself. Oh, wow. So let's say a year from now, you're like, you know, I'm not really sure that I have really good reasons to think that this is true. Would you be less of a kind person? Would you, would your demeanor change in any way if you, if you didn't have the God belief? You know, that's a difficult question because I can't imagine Hmm living without God and Jesus Christ in Mm. my life like I feel like it's been a positive impact on me Mm. you know I've I've been through a lot Mm -hmm. I've had a lot of hard times and I'm sorry to hear that no it's okay I mean I feel like everyone has though I mean everyone has had a difficult has gone through difficult times and Mm -hmm. you know some people have a hard time claiming to faith they just cling to themselves or you Mm -hmm. know and that's or completely different gods. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'd be the same person mm. if I were to come back a year from now. I don't, mm. you know, because it's been something that I've worked on for a very long time. And for me to just call it quits, I mean, like, you know. <laughs> There'd be a cost of some sort? I, I feel like, yeah, most definitely. As mm. far as my faith system goes, yeah, there'd definitely be a cost. But I also believe in redemption. So, Oh, I see. Know. There's a lot at stake if you... Is that it? Like, the, t- the, the promises that the, that the religion makes make not, the belief valuable? Not the religion, valuable? but God himself, yes. You know, with all that's going on in the world today, I... You know, I look at it and I'm like, there's a lot of beauty and there's a lot of positive things going on, but there's also a lot of really bad things going on. And I feel like I I hope that this isn't it, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. so, Mm -hmm. but going back to your original question, I I don't feel like I would be the same person Mm -hmm. if I were to come back. Like, I don't know if being a good person versus a bad person, I, I think, I don't think that's really what would be defined I think it would just be a different I don't know maybe a little hopeless and 
-hmm. you know yeah maybe not as happy <laughs> not as happy uh, right. without the belief yeah. than you are today with the belief mm -hmm. yeah most definitely all right. so. <laughs> love, love, love the chat. Yeah, I'm really glad great. that you stopped to talk. Of course. Did I give you one you. of my cards yet? Yeah, yeah. I gave you a magnet, but I don't know if I gave you a oh, card. Oh, oh, sorry. Did I give yeah. you a card? No. I have a card with my email address on it. I bet you get a lot of interesting conversations, huh? You, you wouldn't believe the talks that I get. <laughs> yeah. You've been doing that. I think I've seen you out here before. Mm -hmm. You've been out here for a while. <laughs> a couple years. I think in the spring I'm going to start heading to the university and talk to oh. some, some college students. Nice. Yeah. It'll be a, another different approach. I definitely was a different person I, back in college than I was now. Well, my approach, I don't think would have changed all that much, but maybe the responses that I get, I might oh, get yeah. a more, uh, I mean, I've been there. Actually, I was there for about two years and I've been here for two years and I'm planning oh, okay. to go back. So I've been in that environment. What's different? Honestly, the reasons why people believe things are true mm -hmm. and the method that they're using to conclude that those are good reasons don't vary at all from being on the university here really mm -hmm. you think like life experiences i know i was i was actually like, expecting a more nuanced and um don't take this the wrong way i'm no, not dinging you no 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 this is a general assessment of my experience out here but it, it doesn't seem like people that are even in their 40s 50s or 60s have a more nuanced, testable approach for mm -hmm. justifying their beliefs as the college students. It, it seems true. about the same. That's that's kind of in my... Interesting. So my approach for dealing with whether it's you or someone who is on a university would be exactly the same. And there's not too much difference in... Yeah. Interesting. You know what? It might be one difference. It's conceivable that a person who's had the belief longer mm -hmm. might be a little less willing to contemplate what their life would be like without it yeah that might be true. the biggest difference that's a good point if i had run into you i don't know how old you are i'm 35 <laughs> okay i ran into you 15 years ago do you think this conversation would have had any difference oh yeah definitely because really? 15 years ago you know God, being 20 <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of fun in my 20s. Um, <laughs> um, I don't feel like I was mature enough to handle the questions and be able to answer them. I don't uh. feel like I would be able to have any steadfast, steadfast confidence because I think during that time it was, you know... I was learning to be on my own, you know, going back to the question of, do you feel like... Were you a little more unsure about things? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You know. Could a person's sureness about things prevent them from honestly examining beliefs that are core to their identity? Hmm. I feel... You yeah, some difficult questions, sir. <laughs> um. Do you want to end on that note and just take it on the trail? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be good. Okay. So I don't know how long you'll be here, so. I'll probably be gone by the time you get yeah. off. But if you see me again, you want to chat more. I'd love to sure, do a secondary yeah. interview with you. Well, are, you are you a psych? No, I have no. I am not a psych. You mean like with a psychology background yeah. that we're talking about? No, but I wish I had a background in psychology because it seems like a lot of these beliefs 
and the interactions that I have mm -hmm. have that type of component to it. Yeah. But no, I have no background in psychology or philosophy. Interesting. Yeah. So My background is computers and logistics, obviously. <laughs> oh, but when you do this enough, you tend to kind of pick up on things that make the conversation a little bit more productive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I like your approach because I don't feel like you make anyone feel insecure about not knowing an answer or mm -hmm. if they are confident, you know, and I like the questions that you bring because they're pretty in-depth questions that, you know, if you know what you know and then if someone challenges you, it, it's it's good. It's a good way to look at things and approach things and learn more. Well, so, wonderful. That's awesome. So, I, well, I enjoyed talking cool. with you and I hope you, if you get a chance, maybe you can look into street epistemology a little more. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Okay. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thanks Have a lot. Fun. You as well. Thanks. Oh, that was a good talk. Kimberly's now walking off. Uh, she didn't want to be recorded. I did do the audio only with her permission which I now have to think about it. Did she agree to have me record the video? I think she said just audio only. I might actually throw that one up on the podcast. I think that was a pretty decent talk. Uh, feel free to unmute your mics and jump in if you want. I'm assuming that I'm broadcasting now. It looks like everything's good. Okay, good, good. How many times though did she say, I feel like it, I feel like, I feel like, I bet she said that 10 times during that talk. She did mention faith. It, it could have been interesting to go that route. This was more of a higher level, broader discussion rather than a narrow, what's really propping up this belief. But it was still, I felt like <laughs> it was a productive conversation. I love that response at the end where they're, they're like grateful for having stopped you know, a lot of pebbles were placed. She confirmed that I was asking good questions, you know, like that's, I love that kind of, that kind of response is just so motivating. I, you, you completely forget about all the people that walked by and didn't want to stop and talk with you when you have a talk like that. Street Epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos.